ladies and gentlemen welcome back for another week of this week on stadia fucking on filter podcast or your favorite drama show every tuesday night <laughs> it's better than telenovelas it's better than anything you ever watched it's better than soap opera it's this week on stadium filter Jeez, I love you. <laughs> um chat and, and you may realize our buddy ashes to ashes uh cannot be here with us until the end of february if i'm not wrong and uh but we have our friend link covering for our friend dear friend ashes to ashes like how are Ooh. you my friend i am doing good man doing good just streaming working the life man the life good jay's guy uh, you guys how are you guys feeling tonight i'm good good i had to run out and i had to run out and cop some things real quick because i was running dry i was like oh lord this ain't gonna be a good podcast if i ain't got none <laughs> yeah so yeah, you know that uh this chapelle gift <laughs> chapelle oh, gif so uh, you have any other of those things this guy okay I, I got something too as well tonight oh all right rocking a beard what, what, oh, oh what, what is, is this that? it's called one love over hop imperial oh. ipa oh uh, hey, eddie eddie take it slow man no <laughs> I, I, slow. I, I i'm not taking kai's place on what's cracking kai is just no, something no, you, you got it bro i'm, I'm loving this that can art is sick yeah no that's what caught my nice. attention uh, but before we talk about beer, and we talk about anything else, uh, we have to say special thanks to our sponsors of this show. And Kai, Absolutely. can you please give it a shout out to our sponsors? Absolutely. So, uh, huge shout out to our amazing sponsor, Royal 13. Are you looking to get some apparel to look fresh and cool? Go check out royal13thebrand.com. Over there, you'll see t-shirts, hats, hoodies, all the amazing designs with excellent fabric quality. Use promo code TWOS at the checkout to get 10% off your entire order. Again, that's TWOS, T-W-O-S, for the 10% discount and using the code, you also support this podcast. Also starting today, World 13 is shipping outside the U.S., so, you know, what are you waiting for? Go grab some swag at royal13thebrand.com. So much better than what I did on the first fucking try. <laughs> <laughs> shout out. Actually, by the way, I checked out some of that stuff. Fucking nice. Shout, nice stuff. shout yeah, out. I got, to I, got, I got my shirt. I got my shirt. Just to let you know. Uh, oh, dad, line, oh, dad lives rule or dad lives matter. My bad. There you go. <laughs> Hell yeah. Shout out to True, the man behind uh, Royal 13. Which yeah, I don't absolutely. know. I don't know why one day I say, "Hey, Drew, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with me?" You should have seen, seen that in the private chat. Like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, "Oh God, no!" <laughs> save him! Save him! <laughs> it's, Kai, it's funny that you were talking about that you were like running out of beer. Like, I literally was about to pour my drink. I just want to say this real quick. And I went to go like up on top of the, of the refrigerator. I'm like, oh God, there's no, there's no more whiskey. And then I looked at like, oh, there's a bottle in the back. We're good. <laughs> I thought we were in trouble. I need the backup. Where's the reserves? <laughs> around, babe. Uh, but Kai, taking the chance that you were just finishing, 
and you were talking before we started the show you have something special with you tonight so yeah, what's cracking yes, my do. friend yes i do um so tonight i was actually able to get my hands on a brewery that i haven't had in quite some time uh i find their beers pretty magnificent because they're different from what i normally get uh the brewery i have today is hudson valley and they have what they normally make what's called a sour ipa so today Ooh. we are having a sour ipa oh, called can. Soleil. i think that's how you Ooh. pronounce it soleil 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 yeah like Cirque okay. du soleil which is sun in french oh yeah all right even better thank you <laughs> all right so Shout this out to is gonna be this is gonna be different from the regular you know IPAs or double IPAs I normally have, but nonetheless it should be good. Oof. Yep, and I expect it. It's gonna be light, obviously. It's not gonna be hazy. This is a sour IPA, so it's gonna take on kind of the role of American IPA, um, but it will have some sourness to it clarity high is hop. nice high hop and it's gonna have a sour link my buddy are you drinking yes, anything sir. tonight oh. of, of course when you're on twos you got to drink right i mean yeah. what, is, what else is it when you're on twos you got to drink <laughs> so for me today i actually went out specifically for this after you had called me up well messaged me and i uh, went to the local brewery picked up a <clears throat> Double dry hop hazy IPA. So it's a um, it's actually brewed with, and I was talking about this earlier. It's brewed with Galaxy Idaho Seven, and then it's also uh, double dry hop with Mosaic and Idaho Seven. So it's actually two, looking two forward to it. Hops known to man, Galaxy and Mosaic. Hopefully oh. this this showcase is pretty well, but um, it's a nice black can, and it's got this like really like holographic sparkle to it in there. Oh, I don't know if you guys can see yeah. it. Who's the uh, who's the brewery? Brewery out here is uh, Bottle Logic. Yep. Oh my God! Yep. <laughs> Bottle Logic. Yep. Oh my God, Link, we got to talk. There's some yeah. stuff around. I've been, I've been, ta I've been talking to Link for a minute now. I'm like, oh, uh, uh, they, they've got they've got a they've got Ooh, a uh, nice. they got a DDH that I want that's uh, coming up. Look at, so look, at this, look at this beautiful tulip. Fucking yeah, tulip. beautiful, man. So yeah, and I'll uh, in the in the presence of the great. Kai, I'll go ahead and pour this beautiful glass out for you. Hopefully, I can get a perfect view of this for you. <laughs> Good enough. We we can see. I'm loving it. Oh, oh it's yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, that's good. Um, I know it's not too much to do what uh, we're talking about here, but it said bottle logic reminded me of Boss Logic. I think everybody yeah. knows Boss Logic. But that looks. Oh, what he has the, the, uh, the. What are the What are the notes, Link? What does it smell on the front end? Oh, you can really taste. You can really like back of it. You get like a a nice tropical. So it's got a um, it's got the aromas of like papaya. You could really get it back there. And that it's got a nice piney piney scent to it as well. But you can smell the like. The tropical papaya in in the very back of it it's just it fills and then it just smooths out to like a pine it's very nice very nice 
Idaho's got that Idaho's got that piney type of it's like a hot like that piney it's like a piney hop so that makes sense. Ooh. I like that one. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> but um Damn. guys, uh I was going to say that uh we Link said uh logic something what what it was called logic. logic. It reminded me of Boss Logic and oh, he tweeted bro. this yesterday. Boss Logic is an amazing uh, graphic designer. And uh, it's the end of Daft Punk, which is, for yeah. me, it's the end of an era. <sighs> I will miss, but I will cherish forever their music. And if you are a fan of Daft Punk, there's a message for you as well. All right. Oh, yeah. Guys, we have the good, the bad, and the evil to talk tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh, I'm gonna be starting with the good. Maybe at the end of the show we can roll up our sleeves and punch each other. Against, uh... I don't know how that sounds. Uh, let's just start with the good. You're on the right track. Anyway. All right, well, let's go back to it. Which is back on track as every Tuesday before. It's the blog post from Stadium this week on Stadium blog post. They said uh, there's new games. There's this Pixel Junk Raiders. Uh, in I other, to that, by the way. In other uh, pro titles for the month of March. Eddie. Yes, sir. Guess what Pi Pixel Junk Raiders is. It's Aside a game from that what we, the game is and it, what we've It's seen. a game that we've been waiting for fucking long. 2019 was when this game was discussed by Q Games at where? GDC. It, it, was, it was the ooh. game, and it was the game that they talked about. Aaron Hoffman, John uh, announced and showcased about State Share, and Dylan. I think it's is it Cuthbert? Is that the name, Eddie? I, I won't I call. Him, I won't recall his name. Okay, but well, it, he came it, out. It, on it the was the, the guy from Q. The game. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, before this, I have never seen this game. Uh, any footage of this game? I heard about it. I think when the, there was uh, the. Uh, the board's leaks saying yeah, that game is coming to Stadia. But when I what I saw today, first of all, I liked. It reminded me a little bit of... Um, what is the name again of the Rain game? No, not Rain. Oh, Risk of Rain. Risk of Rain. Yep. Does that comparison make sense? Yeah, I heard this is supposed to be more of like a... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? A tower defense mixed with... Uh, with your player running around, so it's kind of like placing towers, defeating or what you would say obstacles, um, and defeating enemies like waves of enemies. So I'm, dude, I'm so looking forward to it. And then seeing the the state share adding boosts, I was like, what? This is completely different from what we've seen with Hitman, which got me really excited for. And then seeing the customization with your characters making them unique to your own, whether it be a, I don't even know if it's going to be like color scheme or if it's going to be specific to the armor plates, but I'm looking forward to this so much and I'm hoping that it's able to be played multiplayer. So we'll see. And I think oh, it'll be great. Yeah. I think it'll be a yeah. great multiplayer. I mean, <laughs> risk of rain is already great as it is and especially having a group of people, but having that one, um, that's going to be another one on my list that I'll probably play on the back end. Like, every now and then <laughs> there's no information right now right if the game is multiplayer or not i i have not seen yet i have not seen i should ask the devs i should tweet them out and say i did uh they did post not too long ago 
Chase, what do you think about Pixel Raiders? Oh no, Pixel Junk Raiders. Um, I think it's awesome. I mean, I I like the style of the game. I like the music. You know, I'm I'm absolutely an '80s you know retro punk uh <laughs> style old, music. You saying you old? <laughs> uh, maybe a little bit. Um, but yeah, I love I love that style. But I I I think I was more excited about this because I knew that this was a game that has been in development for a while. We're now almost two years that this game has been working up to this point of releasing. So we've all been asking for a while. I remember Eddie, we asked about this game several times last year, you know, coming out of 2019 about where's this game from Q games, what's going on with it. Why haven't we seen anything yet? And it could just be that they didn't have the state share feature perfected yet. Like they weren't comfortable with now knowing how, how integrated it is with the game. It, it's, it's like link just said, like they're using state share in a completely different way than Hitman is completely different. And it's in a very creative way too. So, uh, I don't know if you've seen the reactions to this, y'all, but there's been a lot of positivity when this was announced today. Like a lot of people, even outside the Stadia universe, um, have said a lot of positive things about this game, which is good. That's a good sign. It's an exclusive, right? From what I, yeah, from what I heard, it's an exclusive. Yeah, it is. Guy, is the kind of game that interests you? Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Um, now, from what I understand, I don't be I don't believe it's multiplayer. From what I've seen, it doesn't it doesn't show uh, that it is multiplayer. Um, that'll be dope if it is. Um, but from what I have seen, it doesn't look like it, it will be multiplayer. Um, but even so, it still looks like an awesome game to play. Um, yeah, like Link said, I'll probably end up jumping into it. You know, every once in a while, have it back catalog and just jump into it every once in a while just to you know. Have fun on it. Well, one of the other games that we're getting on Stadia Pro this month is a game called Rain. Rain. Can somebody please read me this? Oh, Rains. Yeah, that's a. Uh, it's kind of like a, a card based game. Uh, it's 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 actually really fun. Um, it started off, I think, as a uh, an app game. Correct. Like a, an app store game, um, very very small, but it's actually really really fun. Kind of goes through and you you kind of draw cards, but you have to kind of keep your your kingdom in, in line. So you have one for money, one for being attacked, one for your faith and your population. You kind of have to control things back and forth and go as far as you can, and then kind of once you lose, you go back to the beginning, do it over again. But it, it's it's a nice like um, it's a nice time consuming game where, I mean, even in the in the app store when I was there, it, it's just kind of nice to just I need to kill like five ten minutes or something like that. Yeah, I'll play a quick game and just go through. And it's kind of just literally swiping left and right, left and right. But the scenarios are like, you would think like, dude, what the hell? Like, <laughs> oh, you know, you lost ten people because of a plague or something like that. And you're just like, okay, so now you just gotta like go to the next thing and try to figure out how to fix that. It's meant for you to lose, put it that way. It's meant for you to lose. <laughs> what you have to do is is try to stay alive and that's how you win. It's a point system, but yeah, no, a lot of people love that game. Okay, cool. Uh, it is a game that is cheap right now, Stadia in Canadian dollars right now. It's uh four Canadian dollars. Um but uh, I didn't pick it up. And um oh after you said uh, I'm gonna give it a try. Um 
March 1st when it comes to Stadia Pro. <laughs> another game that is it coming. Expected. Another game that is coming to Stadia Pro. It is Go DJ That's my DJ. Uh, the Avicii Invector game. Um, I didn't. I heard about this game. Uh, I didn't play this game before. It is like, uh, can we say it's, it's, is it similar to the, what's the name of that first game written that came to Stadia, Stadia launch? Thumper. Thumper. Is it uh, anything similar to Thumper? Does anybody know? Oh, it's similar, to, similar to Thumper. Uh, the difference, oh God, what's it? There's a game on oh. Steam that is similar to this, where it has you kind of go through the, like, think of, think of guitar hero or anything like that but in a little like vehicle thing so the songs are playing in the background you have a road and you kind of have to land on the colors but there's going to be obstacles and stuff like that so you kind of go through and try to you know obstacle your way while the song is playing hmm interesting rest in peace also to avici oh yeah definitely state of cats making an appearance tonight Hmm. Uh, he just he there. just he just wanted to like you know have his have his time with the camera you know say hey, hey what's up <laughs> all whisker just all whisker <laughs> oh, and lastly but not least after the Avicii game there he is um Pac-Man Megatono Battle, which is coming to Stadia Pro finally. Yep. All a matter of time. <laughs> Am I right in saying this finally? Yeah. Yeah. There I was mean, something else I, interesting. For, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I, think we, I think we all kind of knew it was going to come eventually. We just were just like, where's it at? I know you guys are going to drop one pro sometime soon, but... <laughs> You know, we were just kind of just sitting there waiting. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it was a it was a low, low, low price game. It it came from the the Android store. It, it was only a matter of time, really. Like, yeah. It's it, I gave it pretty much that month of like, hey, you, we got it. All right, cool. Like, I'll see you next. You know, <laughs> I'll see you next month. <laughs> I wasn't I'll trying see to be you the next <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> that was that was one title that i was like nah you know give it give it some time give it some no, time it'll, it'll come i'm i agree yeah. with dave uh it's david okay here on chat is saying pac-man would be an amazing free-to-play yes. game as well so we have bomberman we have Kratos, and destiny 2 and i feel like bomberman bomberman no um pac-man could be a good title to add to that list absolutely well, there's one if, game. If I'm not uh, if I'm not mistaken, we are getting Pac-Man. No, no, no. Play? Pac-Man. No, it is going to be on Stadia Pro as a pro title. So I mean, at least you have that. That's kind of meeting halfway, I would say. Well, the, see, not necessarily the is, pro. The interesting thing on this blog post is what game is leaving on March 1st, and the mm. way they had language was Outcasters. I was talking about this today that it's leaving pro on March 1st. So they said, get it now while you still can. So what, I don't know what that means. Does that mean that they're going to then start charging you full price? Cause I don't know that that's great for that game. 
or is it that splash damage is going to say hey guess what we reach an agreement and it's going to be free to play that game needs to be free to play or this game is going to go to other platforms and it's going to be cross play mm. i rather prefer but, that okay so if it goes full price what's full price for you but we know what the full price is i think it was 30. Okay. It has to be like 30 or 40 dollars what if they that, drop that down say say it's 20. i still think it's too much man i still think i think 20 and above is too much for that game it needs to be free to play with all the customization and the skins and stuff in it it needs to move to free to play it's it, it you can tell it's designed I'm, i'm sorry maybe it's just me it feels like a free to play game and that's not to knock it it has great gameplay mechanics it's just the skins the customization i just thought it was interesting i'm just putting it out there i thought it was interesting that, that was you can't buy i mean you can buy some skins from the shop but you can't there's no like um there's no like real like uh in-app purchases in the game it's just that's i think that's the reason why it's kind of not like um probably not going to be free to play because you there's only like a certain amount that you can get as far as the skins goes but there's no like mm. currency in the game or anything along those lines to where they just be like free to get free to play game across all platforms you know stuff like that so they might they, they it's a good possibility they will charge you know 20 maybe 30 dollars so for the game right now it is 29.99 yep, yep. Um, that's so that's, if they, the way i would say if it did go free to play which i i'm not saying it shouldn't i i still think it the same thing the same thing you're thinking is it's a title that should be free to play it has a lot of elements that make it free to play but if they do that i mean obviously you got to think how are they going to make their money their ends meet at the right. end of it i would introduce my the microtransaction if it came to it for the tickets if that was the case or implement something similar to a uh season pass right five ten bucks whatever the case and you could even do it as small as a month to say you know a month here's this or two months you have the span of this to get these cosmetics or you know these buffs or stuff like that they do need to add a little bit more um i mean we've all seen we go on there we do our dailies we're done that's how it is our weeklies and then we're done and it's just kind of like you play the one two games which is nice trust Mm -hmm. me i have fun i've had plenty (laughs) of fun with all of you guys doing that coming in play our one two three games get our stuff and then we're out but there needs to be something more if they want to keep that flow going and i think little things like that where if you were to introduce a season pass similar to like destiny where if you get to a certain point you have increased chances of getting tickets or you know you have an increased uh xp buff or something similar to that I think those will kind of play into the factors of making people want to, you know, grind it out a little bit more, want to play with other people. Or a, Battle even, Pass is the biggest thing. Even as a yeah. new game mode, probably. And it's curious about Outcasters because it's the blog post says this. February 28th is your last chance to claim Kind, Hello Neighbor, Secret Neighbor, and Monster Gen. March 2nd is the last day to claim Outcasters. It's kind of a weird date if we stop to right. think. Uh, March second is the, the uh, first of all. It's not the end of the month. And it's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. Yeah. It feels like it's due to an NDA to something else. Just as we had Crater, you know, the Crater waited a little bit, saying, "Yeah, we're gonna go free to play and we're gonna go to PC." This date of March 2nd, it's, it sounds weird. 
Indeed, I, I agree. It feels like uh, it's something else. If we, I am to break so for something, I would say please go everywhere, but be, but please be crossplay. I don't mind. Uh, I think like it, it would be a great game for the Nintendo Switch. It would be a great game Agreed. for the Epic Store. But please, it's a great game. Be crossplay. I think that's the biggest issue right now, though, is 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 the crossplay. A lot of devs are trying to push for that, and it comes down to if the companies want to want to allow that. I mean, at the end of the day, it's competition, and I don't blame them. I I completely get it. I mean, how long did it take Bungie to finally get crossplay enabled? And they're they're still trying. Supposedly yeah. this year, <laughs> so we'll see. They've been trying. They said they've been working on it for I don't know how long, but I mean, at the end of the day, these these companies are going to choose and pick what they want to do. And it's shitty, but I mean, in a perfect world, yeah, I would love to have crossplay and be able to play with anybody. And I 100% agree that it, this game should be on at least the Switch. I think this is a great game for the Switch. This is like the perfect indie title type that you would want to put on there. It's it's not a Mario Party, but it's similar to that mm -hmm. uh, party style game. Okay, yeah. folks, we talking about the pro games of March. Uh, on the blog post, it still talks a little bit about some other new games coming that we already know some, like uh, Shantae, Half Genie, Half Hero. Uh, there's a Welcome Elk. Well, Welcome to Elk, uh, which is already. Did anybody see the trailer? No. Uh, okay, I want to see that oh, then. Fuck oh, God. <laughs> Okay, let me let me just put it this way. I saw it. I'm like, okay, this is pretty interesting. This is cool. Then I got further into it. I'm like, what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> I'm like, I'm more intrigued about it. Because right. there's Let's... some pretty touchy things. Mm. Let's see if we can... Is it um, narrated? Or it's, just music? Yeah, it should be. But it's, it's an interesting title. Ah, oh, shit. Wait. Funny, sweet, surprising, and devastating. <laughs> oh, it reminds me a little bit of the... Uh, what's the name of that sticky game? What's Loafing? Shit, I can't. There you go. What the heck? I want to fish for beer. <laughs> dude, it gets... Dude. Oh. What? Exactly. I'm going there. <laughs> it gets better. <laughs> Damn. The day Daddy died, I never forget. Bruh. What? What the f Yeah. 
evening, fuckheads. <laughs> wow. What, what was that? I'm telling you, dude, it's the craziest thing, and yet I'm excited to play this. There's so many questions. So many questions. I have a lot of questions. That That is a fact. <laughs> So I don't even know. I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. Well, welcome to Elk. It's available on the Stages Store. It's available for fourteen ninety nine. <laughs> you just did all the you just did all the PR and marketing for that game, Eddie. Good job. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What the hell, fuckheads. man? Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna start using that. Even fuckheads. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Welcome and, to's evening, fuckhead. No, I'm just kidding. Totally. <laughs> and uh, we we have some back some deals back on the store again. Uh, if you didn't have the chance yet, go grab Star Wars: The Dice Fallen Order. It's a great price. And also, if you didn't got Tomb Raider Definitive Edition for two ninety nine, come on, it's one of the best games. And the Rise of the Tomb Raider as well for five ninety nine. Go grab that shit for sure. Now, Jose Carlos Antonio, as the soap operas would call it, it's time for a drama show. <laughs> Let's get in it. Let's do it. Starting with this rant, Google, I'm disappointed. Joining to the Savage Planet. The main trend issue can be found here. Help to help join to the Savage Planet freeze in the main menu. 18 days have been passed since my first post. I've contacted everyone, literally. Google officially support Twitter and Reddit. 505 Games, Typhoon, nobody. Then the guy goes showing proofs here that uh, of the messages he's exchanged and saying nobody fixed my issue. Then there's a pinned post right now, officially updated by Google saying, yeah, we got to know the issue February 23rd at midnight Pacific time in uh, the morning uh, it was fixed uh, this is what you're seeing on reddit before we talk about this this broke out in the media a little bit different the story that the media has been told or has been telling, including media that was kind of a favorite of um, Stadia or talk positive about Stadia, grab it, this narrative a little bit different. It was like, Google have a problem with a game, a game that is owned by a studio that Google owns this studio. But Google doesn't own studios anymore. So who's going to fix this game? Nobody's going to fix the game. That's the narrative the media took it. That is not true because the issue has been fixed. But that's not what the media has been telling. Comments, guys. Chase is going to say, pick up my tweet. <laughs> that's all Chase and whoever else wants to jump in. <laughs> I just I just said my piece earlier today, like re regardless of whether Google said something individually to individual people, like one to one, they didn't publicly like fully, fully 
officially, and that's the key term, officially address this until really that Kotaku article hit. And then within a couple hours, you saw a response from from Google officially that it's being looked into. So, I don't know, man. I, I just think it was a bad day for everybody. It's a bad day for Google, right? Not great as far as like how they set it up and communication to the action. Not great for 505 games because they were basically putting it back on Google, which I think they could have just like, again, you you could have like said something to them, say like, hey, we Respond. got these people reaching out. Yeah, like, can you please just reach out to these people because they, they're having an issue rather than saying what they said, which was kind of messed up. I'm not going to lie the way they addressed it. Um, and then the last thing is, like you said, Eddie, the media today. I mean, I, I just, I think everybody dropped the ball, man, to be co- completely honest on this. Then that's just my honest. That's my honest um, opinion on it. Is is me as Chase, as far as an advocacy standpoint, I feel bad for the person that posted this because one of the tw- one of the things that they sent is they said uh, partner publisher. Well, you're the publisher, Google. Like, he, what are you saying? Like, that doesn't make any sense. If I was the consumer, I would be freaking confused by that. So, I, I the fact that it took this amount of time and it took all of this to get up to this point, not. Again, not completely um, giving the media a pass because they don't get a pass here. But man, just not great, not great. You know All what? Oh, you know what? Something's weird to me. Uh, I know this was an individual saying I was having a problem. So uh-huh. I don't know if it is a problem that happens to everyone. I know Max was playing Savage Planet with six four on weekend. So apparently, I don't think it was. I don't think it was, but I don't think it minimizes it. Because even if you have a, let's say that you have a thousand players, right? And it only affects 250. Well, that's still 250 people that have a problem with the game. And yeah, their but, voice isn't any less than the than the other people that are but, playing. But, that, that's uh, my no, only concern. With the, it. the thing is, if it's uh, not affecting everybody, it may take a while until the higher ups get to know that it's an issue. Uh, I, I I know that the 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 chain of communication hasn't been good. As uh, you said, uh, the guy had a loop talking to here, go there, go there, go there. That's fucked up. But um, the the time frame to resolve the issue, I don't know if uh, would be something I would be that worried about. There, th- just real quick, there's a lot of complaints on Twitter about it, though. So it's not like this was unknown. And that, I think that's what I'm trying to get at is if it's an issue, like look at look at what... um. Link, help me out here, man. Is it, it's not Halo, is it Destiny, is it Bungie? Whenever they've had issues recently, even if it's a minimal issue where they know it's only affecting, let's say, 15% of their player base, they still put out a minimal communication, correct me if I'm wrong, Link, where they say, look, this is an issue that may be affecting people, we will keep you posted, and then we will also let you know a timeline to resolution when we get to that point. That's what most good companies do when it comes to game issues, especially one like this where you're at the title screen and it's a, a game-breaking issue, right? So that that's, again, that's all I want to say on it. Sorry, I'm done. <laughs> so I'll, I'll piggyback off of that since we're bringing this up because there's still issues with Assassin's Creed Valhalla that have game-breaking stuff where you cannot progress, but yet nobody piggybacks off that. Why? Why is it you like you say if it's 250 people being affected by this title screen issue it's it's an issue that doesn't let you progress 
but now we're into a point where it's further in the game and it's the same issue you can't progress why has stuff like that that have been updated constantly with other things they just did a recent update yet this main issue has not been addressed at what point does that not matter and now this is taking an issue and i feel that's where the whole media starts taking place because it's now the big thing journey of the savage planet is finally on stadia oh it's broken though what happened to valhalla it's still broken it still hasn't been fixed there's people that still can't progress what's their solution start the game over why now to start the game over if now we've lost the yule festival and people that have had access to that now lose everything that they worked on you guys remember that uh in uh, rising thunder has a point here on chat we had that a similar issue with k21 that yeah. wasn't getting the attention Correct. that it, uh it went to the media and after the guy went to the media it's when uh people start to okay yeah we need to update the rosters on that thing Ooh. well i think i think to uh oh did somebody send a super chat jesus, jesus christ <laughs> Jack D. Slippy sent a $125.79 super chat for EP4 and Co. Jack, thank you, thank you. Thank you very much, Jack. And um Chad, if you don't know uh why he's calling EP4, EP4. um <laughs> yesterday I did a very short live stream telling a little bit of the all the things have been and uh, I have been working back in the game. And uh, my wife's pregnant, so Eddie Player 4 is coming. And thanks, Chad. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We can't lose sight of that for the moment. Congratulations mm -hmm. again, Eddie, mm -hmm. to both you and your wife. Um, I just wanted to say something to what Link said because I think I think Link is spot on, and we actually don't agree. We, me and Link have talked about this behind the scenes many, many times. Um, and I think he's pointing out an important point that there are times that those things aren't addressed. Um, and this isn't about a me or a link or a Kai or an Eddie thing. Like everyone's got to, got to handle that in their own way. Meaning if you didn't bring that up or you didn't talk about it, that's something that you've got to face the music on. But all these things do matter. Like I know when Valhalla was broken, ashes link, I, we all talked about like, they got to fix this. Like, this is a problem. Like this is something's got to get fixed. When 2k was having issues, I experienced that issue before it became more of the, the article and said, this has got to get fixed. So it, it, link is right. Every single one of these issues should matter. What happened is, and this is to bolster your point link is because of SG and E shutting down, because of the spotlight on that, because of the fact that that game was tied to a studio that was part of SG&E, this got more attraction or more um, traction to it, sorry, than maybe a normal where it has to bubble up over you know, the course of weeks versus maybe a couple of days. So this had a little bit more mm -hmm. nitrous fuel. doesn't make it right. Or, I'm not saying it makes it right. I'm just saying that that's part Correct. of the equation here. So to your point, Link, you're right. All these things should matter everybody's use case should matter but nobody so, nobody's talking about the uh, uh valhalla being valhalla. broken yeah right yeah and that's that's mainly because media takes advantage of what they can i mean that's that's that is what it is there they're going to take any chance that they can to make the clickbait whatever you want to call it the the article that's going to showcase whether the good or the bad but 
I mean, this this bug is not Stadia specific. This is literally throughout all the platforms. Every platform has this issue at one point or another. One may have it, one may not. But that's that's the idea behind it is because Stadia has this issue and that's the title there, Stadia. They want to put so much emphasis on Stadia because it's so brand new. We all know and they want to take their jabs at it but give something that has an effect on every other platform. And it's like, we all say, well, what if, what if PlayStation had this issue? They, they don't even bat an eye. It, it's no big deal. But that, that issue on Valhalla is, is universal. It's not just Stadia. So it should be addressed. It should be some, and there's plenty of people that have said, you know, the still isn't fixed. I still can't progress. Oh, well, have you done this? Oh, well, no. And then ultimately we'll just start brand new. It's like, you guys don't understand if I'm already putting in at that point, at that point in that game, when that happens, you're at least, at least 15 to 20 hours. In. Yeah. You're hours. Why in. should I go back and do another 15 yeah, to no 20 hours to get to that way. point? Well, j- just, just to close, close this part that you were saying real quick is the media should do better. Oh, let, let me show and, you and again. They, uh, this is um, 9 to 5. Before they had a headline that says, Journey to the Savage Planet has crashing issues on Stadia. Google working on a fix. But then they decided to go, Journey to the Savage Planet keeps crashing on Stadia, but Google killed the studio that can fix it. See, and that's and that's disingenuous. I mean, Link is right. Like, just because, and you said it too, Eddie. Sorry, not to give you, not to take credit away from you. They were probably going to get this fixed. That's not a problem. But I think, th- and that's what I was trying to kind of like focus in on is we ha- we saw all this like kind of like fog going on today around this where I was just trying to look at it from there were people affected by it, right? There were actual consumers. Forget about the story. There were actual consumers that were having issue with the game. And I think that's that's the part that was missed beyond just getting mad at nine to five or Kotaku or whoever else, whoever the hell else wrote something about this and decided that it was cool to pile on, which come on guys, do better, do better. You know, you don't have to write every single thing. And I think, I think I'm starting to see that now too, is every time there's a small thing with this platform, they have to pick up on it. And it doesn't need to be that way. Like it doesn't have to be, it doesn't mean that something isn't newsworthy (laughs) or isn't worth you saying, Hey, Maybe in a weekly wrap-up about something Bro, about Stadia. Clive, you know these, these issues. Clive was doing a great show yesterday, guys. If you didn't have the chance, go rewatch it an hour show. Hilarious. Clive, it's, he's on top notch right now. Uh, he, there was the the thing that we didn't talk about on the last episode, which was a Sue case that was put out against Google. Mm, PlayStation awesome. had the same thing. Uh, there are people suing PlayStation because of the joint coin drift on PlayStation yeah. 5. But nobody's talking about the oh no, that's who is gonna shut down Sony and PlayStation forever. Well, I mean, look, I tweeted something out about all of those. And each of those cases have their own merit. Like, and I think that that's on that the only thing I would caution people is don't make prejudgments about this stuff. You don't unless you and I, I want to be really respectful when I say this, but unless you have a law degree or you went through legal studies or something else and you don't you don't know i would not be going out saying well this doesn't have any merit you don't know the facts of the case and you don't know the precedent behind what's being alleged each of these class action lawsuits have their own merits and their own pieces behind them but the point is this these lawsuits happens all the time it's not because of uh sometimes it's cheaper to google go and pay for this lawsuit than to move all the google 
lawyers and etc because it's going to be way expensive so let's see what this lawsuit it is uh, we settle just because it's cheaper but uh don't worry lawsuits happens all the time that's uh what i'm trying to say and uh no platform is gonna die because of a lawsuit no no and and they, they do happen all the time and it's a common practice sony may settle out or they may fight what's going on with with the drift right stadia may settle they may not i mean not stadia but google may or may not settle and you've had other cases over time again are they newsworthy is it worth something talking about yes. sure but is it does it should you take it to the point of ah see no, this that, is why stadia is gonna die is that, exactly like, no. <laughs> it, it is newsworthy right now because it's clickbaity and everybody's looking for or i even saw something like hey how like amular would say uh why are you still supporting stadia i saw some news that they are shutting down the servers on the west coast it, no they are not <laughs> it is uh because it is as clive says it is the clicks so you will hear the if if all they had said eddie was right google had a lawsuit filed against them because of their statements about 4k fine that's a factual statement and it's to the point but then when you add the additional layer of this is just another reason to show that Stadia is on its way out. And because of SG&E winding down, it's just the nail in the coffin. That's where it gets taken to the next level. And that's what you've seen from a lot of these articles. And these these media companies need to do better. They really do. They really do across the board. It doesn't matter whether it's Stadia, PlayStation, Xbox, just do better. You don't oh, have yeah. to write sensational yeah. articles for people to actually go to your stuff. Cut it out, you know? Pretty much. I mean, I, I agree with you. I think a lot of the times media is just taking, I mean, to be honest, full advantage of the situation. And it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's crappy. It's crappy. Like yeah. it, it really is. Especially for people that love the platform that are yeah, trying to enjoy it. Right now. <laughs> Xbox elite controllers, apparently a lawsuit with that. Well, see, from so going back to what Eddie said about those drift things, from what I, from my understanding or what I saw, was that that same Joy-Con or that same technology is being used on an Xbox controller, and yet they're saying, well, PlayStation's life expectancy on that is like less than than an Xbox, and I'm just like, what? Where does where does that make sense? It's this. If you're telling me it's the same thing, where does the life expectancy <laughs> change? Well, who said this? Was that alleged in the lawsuit? That was, I was reading something that, I forgot what article it was that I was reading, and they were explaining it. They're saying okay, so the it same was the journalist, it wasn't the actual lawyer saying this. Correct, no, no. correct. It wasn't, a, it wasn't written in the lawyer or anything like that. It was, it was a journalist. And I'm just like, in my head, I'm thinking, okay, either you're talking out of your ass, or you're just, you really don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, hey, send them, send them some bottle logic. They need it right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they were explaining that the same technology was used on both controllers, but yet PlayStation had a less expectancy, a life expectancy. And at that point, I said, "How? You're telling me it's the same thing? It's like if I paid for the same straw, but you're telling me this one breaks faster? How? If it's the same material, it's the same thing. What? What? What changes? They're completely <laughs> identical, but yeah, I feel like I saw one video from I Fix It." when they kind of broke down the situation saying, yeah, we, this is why the um, the drift happens. And after they look at some documentation, there was a limit of like a life cycle of the, um, 
the analog stick because of the clicking and doing the math it was equivalent to like 400 hours of a war zone of after 400 hours of war zone that um it would be the lifespan of that um thing it's it's wear and tear i don't see like that one doesn't make any sense to me even though i know that they may be able to make like like logical legal arguments behind it i i don't know man and here i am i just said don't make any prejudgments i'm, I'm gonna stop there because i don't want to make any prejudgments they may end up having a uh, an actual legit case at the end of the day but just like common sense wise it's wear and tear you know it's it's gonna happen all right gentlemen uh, i don't have anything else from stadia but i have some games that i want to talk to you guys about let's do uh, it oh wait wait, wait wait yeah there's one thing just very quick to plug in here uh microsoft did you see that they announced that's not stadia a we'll do it live we'll do it in the after show go it, ahead eddie i'm sorry it is on the list but before i want to ask are guys play are, are guys planning on playing the outriders demo this thursday no oh is it, right. is it, is it thursday yes 25th yeah you know, why am i why am i thinking why, no. why am i thinking it's tomorrow as i'm i'm far losing, as I'm losing I, my shit as far as i know it is the 25th. Maybe there's something on time zones. That, no, it's supposed uh, to be Thursday. I was say, Link ain't that much far different from our time zone. I mean, shit, three <laughs> hours <laughs> damn. Yeah, I'm, 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 I must be losing. Hold on. Let, let, that bottle logic fucked you up, man. You got to get with it. Let's go. <laughs> not even close. Not even close. Say, not with that. No, nah, bro. <laughs> so uh, you, you wish. Chase is keeping. He's been showing me them damn stouts. Jesus By the way, I, the demo? I still have, if I can't, sorry, sorry, Eddie. I no, still no. have both of your guys' package here that I need to figure out a way to send. Or I need you guys both to come out here. I need you both to come out here because that shit is in a box waiting for you guys to either pick it up or for me to ship it out in, you talking, talking in, to Eddie in a legal Kai? manner. I'm talking about you and Kai. Oh, oh me. You oh, Americans. Okay, gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah, those are all still here. Those are all still fine. Okay. All packaged okay. neatly yeah. in a box. I just sound real good right about what now. You Eddie, what were you gonna? What were you gonna say, Eddie? Um, no, I, I was gonna say that you said that you're not gonna play the demo. Kai, you plan on playing the Outriders demo? Yeah, I'll play it. Yeah, I'll play it. And Link, <sighs> he even thought I was gonna be one day before. <laughs> I was I was actually asked a lot, so I definitely will. I definitely will play. I I mean I feel it's a title that it's a title I know I'm going to play on Stadia, and I've done it before where I've played the demo somewhere else. For instance, when Marvel vs or not Marvel vs Capcom, excuse me, Marvel Avengers came out, I did the beta on Steam. I played the beta on Steam, and then I played the full game on on Stadia. Because God forbid that goddamn file for just a demo was ridiculous. <laughs> so there we go. The demo, Outriders demo, it's on February 25th at 9 a.m. Pacific. Um, noon for us here well, in the uh, East, Co East Coast and 5 p.m. in UK. <clears throat> Tomorrow it's probably they're going to do uh, like a, a special event, a special broadcast talking about... Uh, the demo that is launching. Oh, yeah, premiering this Wednesday. 
Into the Fray, dedicated to revealing the Outcasters, uh, Outriders demo. Stop it. I'm going to be trying this. Uh, another Outca- game. Did you say Outcasters on purpose? Yeah, for one second I said. <laughs> but um, another game that I need to talk about. I need, I need, I need. Diablo 2. Remastered. Bro, don't start that conversation. We're going to be here all night. <laughs> oh, God. That's fine. We got beer to drink. <laughs> uh, we got two four packs downstairs. Let's go. What Bro. was that remake? And actually, it was the thing that most highlighted on the whole media. Nobody was talking, ah, yeah, Diablo 4 is coming. Uh, Overwatch 2. Diablo is so good. No, I'm sorry. Whoever thought Diablo 4 was coming, I don't know what y'all had preconceived in your own mind, but I can tell you right now, that game probably ain't coming until 2023. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it take a minute. Like, and that's an if. That's a big if. <laughs> well, they, show me, more, show me more gameplay, though, please. They, God, they, that was beautiful. They did show some gameplay of Diablo 4. Oh yeah, oh, but yeah. bro, the gameplay of Remaster of Diablo 2. Gosh, was the thing that media was talking. Ah, oh, yes, yes. At least we're getting Diablo 2 if we're not getting Diablo 4. Man, I, I think was... this is. I think this is their way of, of of filling that gap, like you just said. If we don't have Diablo 4, we're getting Diablo 2 remastered. I guarantee that'll come out, and that's going to be their revenue to push more on Diablo 4. I mean, we've only had what, like, they've only showcased maybe two, two of their characters. The first one was Barbarian. Yeah. And then now we have the Rogue. Dude, I thought there was two two they they, they showcased. Yes. And then this is the only one I remember was Barbarian. No, I think there's, I think Kai's right. I think there's one more. I could be wrong. I gotta. Yeah, I have to think about this for a second. Hold on, let me look it up. But they're bringing the rogue class back. Like, yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. That's I cinematic. I was, like, I was like, at first, I was like, paladin. I was like, no, that can't be it. And then I was like, what is it? And then as soon, like, it, it, it dawned on me afterwards, and I was like, oh my god, it's the rogue fucking back. rogue. Mm-hmm. Druid. That's what it is. That's what it was. It's druid. So druid. You were right on the other one. Barbarian. And rogue, and now we're and now rogue, yeah, yeah, bruh, yeah, bruh. That's why I was like, oh my god. And at first, I was thinking, I, I was thinking, um, oh, uh, shit. Diablo three. What was, what was the Jonathan Devilla sent a six dollars and twenty nine cents super chat. Yo yo, I can't donate one hundred dollars, but I got five dollars for y'all. Lol, Pixel Junk Raiders looks awesome though. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you, thank you very much for the super chat. Yes, it did looks great. And we had a good time uh, Bro, watching the stop. trailer of that. Stop! Stop! This mm. is about to spill this drink. <laughs> yeah, I can't do that with sour. That shit hurts. Oh, shit. <laughs> Here we go again. Project Storm sent a $25.16 super chat. The best unfiltered podcast on Tuesday nights. Thank you, Project. <laughs> Thank you, my friend. I love the show you did with us last week. It was fire. Super hot fire. Super Love you, Storm. Fire. Talking about Super Hot Fire. Watch Dogs Legion online. Multiplayer. What's that? What's that? Uh, what's that? Um, Will Ferrell. <laughs> Will Ferrell, yeah. <laughs> <with> the... <laughs> yeah. 
But uh, <laughs> there's battle bots. You guys saw the battle bots? I did. Oh. I did. Really? I did. Please, please, please show these. Please show yes. these people. Show, show, show me what we show me what we looking like right now. So, I, you don't have a, you don't have a beer in your hand, right? No, I'm good. I'm good. good. Don't for this, because you you you. That's not going to be good. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit! I'm having problems. Oh no! Okay, wait, no, I I use another browser. No worries. Um, Stop using Edge. <laughs> no, I was uh, using Chrome, and now I'm moving to Edge. Yeah, man. I'm sorry. Dude, uh, these super chats, y'all. Stop. What? <laughs> <laughs> Ray Sherrod sent a six dollars and twenty nine cents super chat. Link TV, do that dance again, Law. <laughs> Thank you, Ray, for the super oh, yeah. chat. Just for Ray. It is uh, Legion Online. <laughs> Why are the things loading yeah, no, here? I'm looking forward to it. Legion's gonna be good when it comes to online. A lot of people have been waiting for it. Um, I have not gotten a chance to play because of so much backlog, and I really want to. But I, this might make me just jump in randomly. Legion Online was gonna be the next Ubisoft Plus title that I was gonna play because I played um, to the end right now of um, Gods and Monsters. Yes, I'm gonna continue mm. calling Gods and Monster. I know it's not Gods and Monster, but it's gonna, it's gonna be called the Monster Forever. Sorry, I only know I only know it is Orpheus. <laughs> <laughs> that that is what's called an OG, you know. Yep. And uh, but down on the fun new co-op missions, intense tactical ops, and the fast and frenzied PvP matches. Look at this. this. Everything you need to know about Watchdogs oh Legion. God. <laughs> Let's react. No. Let's react to this together, everybody. Watchdogs Legion online mode exists as a standalone mode in Watchdogs Legion, so you'll find a few differences from the main campaign. See, your dead sex cell is just one of many. You'll start back up in a new instance of London and be tasked with building up a new branch of dead sec. You'll recruit new operatives and upgrade their skills, but in the online mode, recruitment happens fast and with the use of influence points, like tech points in Watchdogs single player. Influence points can be used to upgrade your gadgets, weapons, and hacks, but they also allow you to recruit a character on site, provided you have enough of them. You'll earn influence points by ranking up in each of Watchdogs Legion's online seasons. Increase your rank by completing daily and weekly challenges, or by taking on solo assignments throughout the map. Ranking up not only nets you more influence points to upgrade your dead sick and their skills, but it unlocks Shut new cosmetics mouth, for your weapons and operators. <laughs> Who's bad? Jonathan Davila sent a $6.29 super chat. Don't tell us to stop super chatting, Chase. <laughs> I'll never Run. say it again. I'm sorry. Shut that, man. Shut that man up. Thanks, Jonathan. Shut your mouth, Chase. Go up, missions, guys. Watchdogs Legion online mode really gets going with co op missions. Who's bad? Anwinor sent a $12.58 super chat. Stadia is doom, but I enjoy your postcast and trolling your channel Tears of Joy. Anwinor, you used the wrong gift. I love the rolling on the floor laughing, rolling on the floor laughing, rolling on the floor laughing. Thanks for the super chat, Anwinor. Oh, man.
Yeah, dude, I'm I'm looking forward to this so much. What's the audio? Ooh. I don't know. You broke it. I you broke, broke it. Audio don't know what to do. He uh, broke it. He broke it, gents. <laughs> Refresh. That damn Aminor. <laughs> Breaking things. But guys, there's the, the co-op mode. That um the the mission on the co-op, it's pretty it, it's not as simple as it looks. Of Watchdogs Legion's online seasons. Increase your rank by completing daily and weekly challenges, or by taking on solo assignments throughout the map. Ranking up not only nets you more influence points to upgrade your dead sick and their skills, but it unlocks new cosmetics for your weapons and operatives. Need a ride? The co ops now. So kind. Where you go? Hey, YouTube, help. Watchdogs Legion online mode really gets going with co-op missions. Take him out, take him out, take him out. These are unique to online mode and task you and your crew of two to four hackers with objectives like destroying vehicles, neutralizing targets without being detected, and coordinating hacks. All in the service of leveling up your own faction of DeadSec. Trash mob DeadSec. Yep. You'll need all the help you can get as you gear up for the ultimate co-op endgame challenge. The tactical ops missions. These this can be completed in teams of three, but we suggest going in with a full squad of four. Tactical ops are five stage challenges that require intense communication, coordination, and teamwork. There's a lot of them. If a single member of the team is eliminated, the entire crew will have to start the stage over from the beginning. Yes. Oh. In one instance, our crew was tasked with executing hacks on two separate Albion facilities. Sounds simple enough, right? Except that the hack needed to be simultaneous. And oh yeah, <gasps> they were on opposite sides of the city. What? So, while two of us headed mm -hmm. east, the other two headed west. Infiltrated our locations, stole the required keys, and waited until we were all in position to begin our hacks. I will start now. Okay, I'm, I got your back. Thankfully, the online mode for Watch Dogs Legion launches with in-game voice chat. And you'll need it to pull off just about every objective in Tactical Ops. Bro. This needs to have stage chair or string connect. Bruh. That would be nasty mistake. Oh my god. In this instance, fighting back wasn't an option. So the four of us had to coordinate our movements, watch our angles, and time our hacks to stealthily move through the area so we could take down the drones without a scratch. We may have had to call on a cargo drone, each watch our respective street for patrolling drones, and fly away the second they got close. Go up, go up, go up, go up, go up, go up. But we got the job done, and that's what counts. Wow. Battle bots. Well done. Those looking for a bit more mayhem and competition can head over to the Spiderbot Arena. You'll control an armed Spiderbot in a free-for-all arena deathmatch. Eliminate. Matches are fast-paced and frantic as you scurry and double jump your way to mystery boxes that contain random powerful weapons like shotguns, lasers, tracking missiles, and more. Take out enough opponents in a row and you'll be rewarded with a killstreak bonus that could reveal your enemy locations, supercharge your weapons, or give you a shield. Rack up the most eliminations at the end of the six-minute round to come out on top. 
<laughs> so the victor goes the glory. Oh, yeah. And the season progression rewards. Watchdogs Legion online mode is out March 9th. And for everything Ubisoft related, subscribe to this channel and visit us at news.ubisoft.com. Guys, good work on deleting Gog OS, but we got a new situation. Check the news feeds. Someone just released the drones. <laughs> BattleBots 2077. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Game looks so good with all that stuff. So good. This was a game that I was waiting for the online mode to become a reality. And finally, it's coming uh, on March. And, uh, the good thing about this game is um, you don't need, as he said, you don't need to complete the campaign to join the online. That's awesome. Yeah, brand new, completely brand new as the way it should be. Yep. Clean slate. Nobody gets advantages. You just jump in and you start. Done. Death for sure oh, is going to be one of mine. Uh, before we jump on the Chase's comment, there's one last comment, which is regarding PlayStation. There was some news on PlayStation of the game Days Gone. Days Gone. It is coming to PC. I'm oh, God. PlayStation shutting down. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wrap. Wait, wait, wait. Pause. Say it again, Link. Say it again. PlayStation shutting down. All their titles are coming to every platform. <laughs> oh, so, man. So, and Gene Ryan said, not only PlayStation, um, not only Days Gone, which is a PlayStation 4 title, will be coming to PC. There's plans to more exclusive games from PlayStation to start to come to PC. Comments, ladies Compa and gentlemen. Competition. It, 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 was, uh, it was bound to happen. We saw it. it. It was only a matter of time, let's be honest. It was only a matter of time before Sony started getting their, their library out. It's all contracted exclusivity. We saw it with Horizon Zero Dawn, Kingdom Hearts when it finally went to Xbox, and now it's going to PC. And it, it's only going to continue to trickle down. And that's more money for the devs and the companies. It's competition. It's the way it should be. Yeah, it's the way it should be, though. You have it for a specific amount of time, and then you spread it on down. Yep. Sony uh, wants to be in more places, and they're going to continue mm -hmm. to kind of, to Link's point, they're going to continue to branch out once you know, exclusivity deals drop, once contracts drop. They they now, you know, as, as much as folks might give sony a bad rap on certain things and microsoft a bad rap on certain things there is there is a there is this battle that's happening between those two companies still right now where it's microsoft is in all these different places with game pass and with their own titles going over to pc and now sony's like we can't not now be in that space i so, I, I guess it's another opportunity to make more money on a title that um yeah. they are it's like Let's milk all the money we can make in this on our platform. All right, this mm -hmm. this title is not making any more money on our platform. Let's put it on either PC or let's even make it uh, available on Xbox, whatever. And then they recycle the the sell cycle of that game. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. It's literally what it is. It's all just contracts ending, and how else can we make more money? Well shoot it over to pc 
Yeah, they yeah. did. As you said, Link, they did that with um, Horizon, right? Mm -hmm. yep. It took a while, but Horizon got theirs. Kingdom Hearts, which I never thought was ever going to go to any other platform for a while, because that was such a Sony Disney uh, collaboration. Um, Square Enix specifically, no. but of course, Square Enix has their ties with you know PCU being the uh, Final Fantasy series. Um, also, we've seen them. It took so long to make that game. I think if it was done relatively in the same time frame as as you know uh, all the other Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts games, and it probably would have stayed with with PlayStation uh, because it was still it, it was still in that exclusivity uh, console war. PlayStation is better than Xbox, and you know all this stuff like that. If it had happened in that time frame, then I'm pretty sure Kingdom Hearts still would have stayed with uh, PlayStation. But because it took so long to make, and there were so many things that were happening within the decade, shit, hold up, decade, almost two decades before that damn yeah. game came out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that, Kai is a fan of Kingdom Hearts. Right. Yeah, man, that, I was fucking. I was in high school when that shit came out. I was like, "Yo, wow, what, what the hell is Mickey doing 02? with this guy?" O two, right? Kingdom Hearts yeah, was man. the first one. I was pissed. I was like, "Yo, I'm tired of these goddamn <laughs> these side these side stories they keep throwing at us on 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 you know on these little mini miniature you know systems and stuff, Game Boy." Mm -hmm. And PS Vita and all that shit like that. No, bitch. I want my official sequel. Give me the Kingdom Hearts 3 with the goddamn Keyblade War, whatever it is. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and you got, honestly, with that one, I've already heard plenty of it is uh, you got more than what you bargained for, especially with the DLC. Uh, yeah. I haven't even gotten to it, and I'm, I'm already looking forward to it. Replaying the series, I'll tell you right now, replaying the series brings back a lot of nostalgia, a lot of why the fuck am I playing this game because of the little branches branch outs, but I'm still enjoying it as best I can because it's just, it's that feeling of... I remember when I played this in the car, you know, I remember when I was sitting in the with relatives and I didn't even want to be here. So I just popped out my Game Boy Advance. I'm just like, all right, let me just play this. <laughs> so memories, man, memories. Yeah, man. There's a new Kingdom yeah. Hearts on the Epic Store, right? To release on March. Well, so what they're doing is they're bringing over everything that's been. So Sony originally had it, then they expanded it to xbox from xbox now it's going to epic store for pc uh experience so pc is getting on that stuff the only thing that's brand new i think at this point right now is um one called melody of memories which if if i understand correctly it's one of those like um music style ones where you go to the beat of it you press the buttons that correspond to it but it's supposed to retell the whole story up until that point so that was the only thing that I've heard about it, that it was just moving the whole 1.5, 2.5 experience and stuff like that over to um, to the PC. Not necessarily a brand new, but just moving everything to to be expressed in, in a larger library. Yeah, and that, that, oh God, and that whole thing. Uh, I don't even want to do that. <laughs> I'm glad they made it now, now that, now, now that I take a step back and think about it. I'm glad they made it now, but the whole 1.5, 2.5, 2.8, like, I was like, what the fuck? 
Um, bro, I was so hot. I was so hot. I was like, oh, yeah. why? 2.8 2. 2. is look like, are you fucking kidding me? No, 100%. Every, every fan, 100%. Every fan that enjoyed Kingdom Hearts felt the same way. Why are you making a 1.5? Why are you doing a 2.5? What the fuck is 2.8 and why? And then you finally got three and it's just like, thank you. It, it was like a... What's the uh, substitute teacher, Keel and Peel? She's trying to say the name. Denise, Denise. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> literally how it felt. We finally got Kingdom Hearts soon. We literally said thank you. Like that's all that we wanted. I don't well, even know how many I don't even know how many Final Fantasy games they came out with or updated and and, and, and threw out before they actually was like, all right. Kingdom Hearts 3. There you go. I was like, dude, you know what it is, though? They knew people would buy it. Like, he'd be like, oh, okay, let me try. Nah, nah, this ain't what I wanted. This ain't. But she would still have bought it, and you would still try to go and play what was there. Was this their way of being like, let's just get a little bit more. Let's just get a little bit more money. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's all that was. Yeah. Like, but I will I was, say having those having those upgraded versions was really great. Yeah. Like I said, the nostalgia was there. Seeing that it's sixty frames per second mm-hmm. makes oh the gameplay. God, yeah, I, I was watching you playing those uh, mini games. On I 60. love it. I love that it's sixty. It feels so much. It feels like a brand new game, but it's like that I already looks that I already know. Phenomenal. Well. Let's let's just say when I when when Kai knew that I was playing the first one, he's like, "What?" And I told him where to get it. He's like, "I'm downloading it right now." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, dude. Playing the TV with the black bars to make it a four point oh. <laughs> It actually wasn't even that bad. They they did it so well. I think the only time that I never did that was like the. Uh, what was it like the intro? No, even the intro was actually everything was redone and remastered. Oh, nice! It was done really well, it was done yeah. really well. Everything. And I was like, damn, man! Like this. Oh man. The, the only thing that you can like, the only thing you can critique on it is because it still had the old school like, when they didn't focus on a character, they just oh, yeah. had the blank face, and the mouth that just like. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, that was it. <laughs> like they're saying full words, but their mouth just like. It's just going like this. That's it. Like that. Nothing else. Maybe no done. facial expressions. Maybe may done by purpose. But guys, on a quick news here, um, I actually I saw this from the Nerf report before the start of the show, and I'm is talking here as well. PlayStation is gonna make a new version of the PSVR uh, for the next gen. I don't know if it's gonna be focused on 4K or whatever. It's going to be better, but. PlayStation VR 2 is supposed to come sometime in 2022 or 2023. Hmm. And finally, but least last but not least, Xbox or Microsoft. Chase, can you bring the news again? Since uh, I fucked up when you were trying to tell the news, I thought, no, no, no. Wait, motherfucker, wait. <coughs> I mean, it's quick. It's not. It's not something's gonna be like. No, I want to talk about that. Well, so Microsoft uh, posted a job on January 29th 
for a cloud engineer. I think that's what it is. Hold on. Let me um, let me make sure before I speak. And I'm not accurate on this. I have it right here. Just give me two seconds. Um, they basically posted a position where they're going to start doing... Okay, Senior Director Cloud Gaming. So they're... And this is at Xbox Game Studios, by the way. Um, Eddie here, I'll give you the link so you can actually show this. Put Twitter, in please. chat. Our private chat. Here you go. Um, so they're going to be doing cloud native games and if you look at the actual description on here the part where they say um, we're seeking a senior director cloud gaming to shape and drive a new initiative focused on making great games designed for the cloud you will partner with internal developers to create a roadmap for producing new game products plus building an internal team to navigate relationships between partner teams with xbox and microsoft bring new cloud-based technologies into our games so in the past, Microsoft has kind of like pivoted away from, from xCloud a few times and then come back to it and then pivoted away and then come back to it. But this is now an official job posting about this. So I don't, I don't want to jump out ahead and say this means anything yet. I would say it's something to watch because where I don't want to make this about Stadia, but again, we're just dealing with what the facts are in front of us. They are now moving ahead in, look, we're going to go ahead and try to go down this route of maybe designing a cloud-native type of game or a game that uses cloud type of features that can't be done on a console. So what that will ultimately look like, we don't know yet, but it's very interesting nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to think in my head, what could they possibly do that's slightly different right now that can't be done on a console? Well, I mean, that's the same thing that we said about Stadia, right? What what are what is an experience that can't be done on a console in the cloud? We and that's the thing is you don't. There's not enough information off this job posting to go in any one direction. Um, to your point, Link, but it's at least something to keep an eye out on. It's interesting. I think it's interesting. Oh yeah, no, definitely. I I agree. I agree. There there was something other than that article, um, other than that job posting. Um, this I'm getting from MM2K. Um, the latter, the later cloud gaming service is built on Microsoft Azure servers and PlayFab. PlayFab is a company that uh, Microsoft acquired three years ago. So former PlayFab CEO and co-founder, now he is Microsoft General Manager for Cloud Gaming, has recently interviewed by Game Rant. Uh, during the chat, he talked about the new opportunities allowed by cloud gaming technology to create previously impossible experiences. Um, then he goes to talk a little bit about uh, xCloud, but on this interview, he does talk about uh, the possibility of cloud native games. It feels like Microsoft is kind of doing the, I don't want to say the right way, but uh, the approach that the customer will absorb more easily so let's focus everybody first of hey you can play on your mobile after that hey you know what now you can play on your pc as well just by navigating on this browser after everybody's satisfied with that they said yeah hey guess what we have this new trailer of this new game that we have been developing in secret for a long time and uh, here it is, the trailer of this cloud-native gaming. So you're saying easing easing consumers into it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me. 
Uh, it's interesting. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know what's ultimately going to happen out of it. You know, I, I, Microsoft pivots so much on so many different things that even if you see something like this, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's like a hundred percent definitively going to go that direction. But um, it's interesting. Like I said, it's something to watch. Yeah. Um, just uh, this piece of the article again. He says. Uh, we uh, this act content creation once we have it on the cloud distribution becomes more fluid. We see this with XCloud. XCloud started with just a racking Xbox in a data center and streaming it. Now we're getting more experiences. Not that we're getting more experience with it, and you may be able to build game experiences that would not be possible without running on the cloud. Gamers where games where you have games where you can have lots of players in a single environment interacting in new ways hmm. i don't mind if the cloud native game first comes from microsoft as long as somebody is making this push to the next phase because right now i guess um the what sells on platforms is still the multiplats are the multiplayers the battle royales are the big genre that uh attracts a lot of people and sells a lot of games but as well the main uh, the single players stories it's what where the studio spent millions and millions of dollars example uh the witcher 3 um cyberpunk the last of us part 2 and then they deliver sing uh, it's a good it's a very good story but it's not it's just stories it's not like a bringing game to the next um century i would say but chase wants a game back i want him to bring that back remaster it it was ahead of its time god it was such a good game it really was it just wasn't the playstation 3 could not handle it could not handle that game If somebody buys the rights, like, because Zipper, Inter Zipper Interactive is still technically their their rights are with Sony. So, God, somebody should just buy that out and get all of SOCOM. <laughs> get mag. I Question, Jace. Who's my shit? Bruh, I don't even want to tell you what I would do if they brought SOCOM. Shit. Do you think... <laughs> Do you think Microsoft would take the route similar to, to this environment and to this like just new age of, of gaming? That Wait, you game, said what what game did you say, Kai? Bag. I'm sorry. I, I know Link was asking something too, but no, no, no. Oh. Let, let him let him go. Let him go. Let him go. Let him get it get it out. Because I, I want to hear this too. Don't I don't I don't even know. I don't even know. Oh my god. Like Who am that, I? Is, that is just ridiculous. For the fact that they had this game out back in 2010. Oh, 2010, somewhere around 2010, 2013, somewhere around that time frame. 250 players. Uh -huh. I don't know. Uh -huh. <laughs> she, she, she knows. <laughs> at 30 at 30 frames, mind you. 
my 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 husky was talking y'all uh she she knows she knows how i feel right now but um it was just it was it was way way ahead of his time ahead of his time man and to bring it to 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 bring it back and to this um gaming environment now with with all the technology that we have here and everything like yo that game will be that's my name ridiculous <laughs> that game will be ridiculous. <laughs> they were pushing 250 players on one map that's it right that there. Can, I can see it. I can see the game. That's insane. It was, it was crazy. Insane. You had three factions. You had Raven, you had Valor, and then you had Sever. And you picked what is the faction. Pokemon Go? N- no. That's a good shout, though, Link. Real faction with a real faction like a badge. But out in the street was on them popping. Hope not to play. Had to, I think the reason that that we thought it was such a cool game is because you had to work together. Like it's kind of like what you have now with Destiny and what you have with other games that are more of that cooperative type of environment. But you also had the element of the PvP. So like right now you see somebody's trying to heal or trying to like you know take care of an objective while you have like in the 256 player map if you ever played it you had a commander and that commander then sent kai help me out here bro i I don't know if you can hear me you had a general that sent down like requests down to then lieutenants and then lieutenants did their own thing like it was crazy the amount of communication that was in this game of things you had to do and points you had to hit to actually win the round it was just absolutely insane comparing to i don't know pubg or even a war zone the map was way smaller right uh not the 256 player map it was actually pretty big it was actually i mean it was it was it was a fairly it was i would say a medium size it wasn't like large it was a nice medium size uh probably uh, half the size of a war zone map yeah then it'd probably uh, be like a uh, battlefield yeah yeah to to an extent to, to an extent, extent. Yep. It just was good. And they and the gunplay was phenomenal on it. They did they did a really good job balancing the weapons. Like everything was just spot on. You were gonna ask something, Link though. I'm sorry. I mean No no no, you guys are fine. Like I said, I wanted I wanted to hear. Um the stuff with with what Eddie said in regards to Microsoft slowly easing consumers in. Do you think Microsoft would ever make the attempt to doing something similar to like an NVIDIA shield? Mm. Oh, like a like a like a uh, like a hero device, in a sense, yeah. Reduce reduce the product to a smaller size, focus on a streaming idea where you can still purchase the games, but it being streamed, and you have a dedicated device. Doesn't have to be plugged into. It doesn't have to be small like the Chromecast, but you have a high powered device like a shield. Marcel actually talked about this, Eddie, when we were on his. Yep. When, uh, oh, when he joined us. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think, to your point, Link, the best way to do it is to kind of create a bridge, and that's what you're talking about. Is initially maybe for that first exactly. three to five years, you offer that physical device because we're so consumed by it, and then you then move away from it and you say, look, guess what? You don't even need that anymore. Now it's strictly on the TV. You don't have to worry about it. So yeah, I, I think that's probably a smart move. I mean, again, that's and, the way. I mean, the 
the way you guys are explaining it and the way I've, I've been seeing it, I, I feel like that's the direction we're going. Is not yeah. necessarily it's not necessarily a backwards as far as you know the product, but more of a forward, yet smaller consumer friendly looking device. Whether it be some type of simple, it could it could still be a box shape, it could be a fucking rectangle or pole, well, or whatever. If it's I'm, sleek. If I'm not smooth. wrong, that um, S NES uh, Mini. If I'm, I think that's what called sold yeah. like crazy like everybody wants to know oh, i want that shit and even if uh you could have other options with more games but it was so small so tiny and beautiful people were yeah i want to so people got the uh, the genesis mini the snes mini the playstation mini didn't make that much of a deal but uh it was out there um i feel like that's the approach actually but, uh, because if you think about it, a lot of people are hitting, are hinting more towards, not necessarily that they are doing it, but hinting more towards a minimalistic lifestyle. Right. Yeah. You shrink the product down. You make it look appeasing in any any scenario. It could look and, like a Nest Mini. And price. And, and price point, yeah. You put it at a price point that's consumer friendly, works, and you're getting the benefit of a regular console at at a smaller portion of the price yeah i think it's i think it's a good shout i could, do could easily be the size of something like this exactly like uh exactly. even put it on the side of the the shape of an xbox the square <laughs> do something like this it's uh if microsoft was to come out and say we have a new and they're not going to call it an xbox but they'll call it some they'll give it some unique name is $35. That thing will sell. People will yeah. run out to the stores and freaking buy those things up like crazy. No, nah, they, they would probably be. sell uh, with... How, how much one Xbox controller right now? 50 bucks. 60. That, that's what yeah. I was thinking is they do like a combo pack, you know, where yeah. they say you either buy the controller and you get it for free or they do it as like a bundle where... So if it's a, a one controller is 60 bucks, they would sell it for, I don't know, 80 bucks. Buy a controller right. and get this device for another 20 bucks and uh, you'll be able to be playing i'd be surprised if they do it that low though 80 i feel like that's a really low low cut it's true undercut stadia that way they undercut stadia and uh they they get the share in in the future they say you know what as chase was saying if you have an android tv just install this app yep there that's you all go. It is. but even at even at selling it at the same price, they still have a better advantage. Even if it was a hundred dollars for both, they have the they have the influence of their library, right? Over over three four hundred titles ac accessible now. Yeah. If they were to drop this and say, "Hey, by the end of twenty twenty one, this is what we have," and Stadia doesn't have that much or can even compete with it, they'd still they'd still win. Well, look at it. Look at it this way. I never thought, and I don't know how you, how y'all are going to think about this, but I never thought that in my lifetime I would see another console. And I'm not talking like a Switch, and it's not to knock the Switch. I just don't think it's at the same level as the Xbox or PlayStation's. It's there, but it's not there as far as like the graphics and stuff. But I never thought in my lifetime that I would see another console for three hundred dollars. 
I never thought that would be. And I agree. And I got to tell you, if this device that we were talking about Microsoft happens for this price, and if it's only 1080p, it's still going to sell a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Doesn't need to be 4K, just 1080p, because if you want to buy 4K, we have the, our $300 console. Otherwise, it's you have this $100 console with 1080, and you get the same games that you can run on the Series X, but only uh, on Series S, but at 1080. It's a hell of a oh, yeah. strategy. And then, I think if anything, they'll just upgrade and do it to the next the next one. They'll just do the yeah. next one and say, hey, now you can get the 4K. Oh, but you know what? You can't buy it with the controller. Now it's actually $80 for the whole thing or, you know. Somewhere I think they're going to price it. They're, I think they're going to price it low. They did the same strategy with this past console. They're, they're going to try to get this into as many. If they if they were because uh, we're talking like this is going to happen. If they were to do this, they're going to do it in a way where it's maximum distribution to as many people as possible. And if that means they got to lose money, they're already losing money with Game Pass. They're losing serious money on that Series S right now. So I don't think that's an issue for them. I think they'll go. They'll, it's like Eddie said, they're going to try to undercut everybody. They didn't just stay they're going to undercut. They want to undercut Sony. They want to undercut NVIDIA. Everybody, anybody that's going to be in that space, they don't even want, they basically just want to say, nah, you're not even going to compete with us. Not happening. Yeah, we're going to watch Whether this. It's going to be interesting to watch this space on the upcoming months or even years because... We know this year, supposedly, the X Cloud or Cloud Gaming Beta is coming to PC. And I feel like the next step for them is coming to TVs. Um, yep. We know that the population that has access to a smart TV right now with Android mm -hmm. TV, that there are a lot of smart TVs out there, but not with Android TV. It's limited. But it's going to be a very... as. 2019 or better as 2020 was the foundation of the cloud gaming wars uh the next few years i feel like it's just gonna be more and more development <laughs> and we're gonna see more and more stuff happening in the words of yoda the, the cloud wars have begun <laughs> <laughs> i got a question from a certain somebody for the panel shout it Ready? out so question is do you think xbox is going to design a wireless direct controller oh god jeez i mean that's every opportunity to do it oh man it's 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 money and if it works it works that's the microsoft way <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at, so I would, I would say yes, only because, I mean, look at all the stuff that they're doing. I mean, it's crazy. FPS boost for older games that there's no additional charge for that, right? You've got the minimal latency in the current controllers that are out, the, the new series controllers that are supposed to help reduce latency. Um, I'm trying to think of what else, what other tech is in there that they've got. Um, this thing yeah. here is Bluetooth only, right? Yeah, yeah. Bluetooth and whatever the direct connect technology they have for Xbox. I don't know exactly but, what it is, but So that that was uh, I was wondering if it's uh, chat help me here if anybody has an Xbox and can tell if uh, I connect to the PC via Bluetooth, but I don't know if uh, via 
connection to the xbox if it is a wi-fi like a wi-fi it's, it's not a wi-fi from the from the controller i don't think so because it doesn't have that it, i think it's strictly bluetooth signal they have a they have a proprietary thing though like it's mm-hmm. it's some kind of special thing that they have i don't know exactly how it works or what it is but it's like the sync or whatever they call it and it's some special type of connection thing but um so just... and Munor sent a 12 dollars and 58 cents super chat question for you guys what kind of tv do you prefer for gaming I got a Samsung QLED 70R, but I'm really excited for the new Neo QLED 90A. How about you guys? Hmm. Chase, I name can... name your TV again because <laughs> your TV is. Since he got the new, uh, since he got the new upgrade uh, TV, 120 hertz. You know, for oh, the gaming TV. Oh, you stop it, man! Swear <laughs> to God, I swear my was on his TV for like a whole month straight. <laughs> right, hold on one second, because I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a link for Eddie. Oh, okay, for She's the TV right here. But uh, uh <laughs> since Daisy was was asking here, uh, since Daisy's also asking here, uh, wireless direct is used for Xbox now. It also has Bluetooth. That's it. Wireless Direct. That's what it's called. So there's the link to the um, to the TV I have. So I have an LG Nano Cell 85. Um, it is 120 hertz. Um, it has HGIG. Um, it has FreeSync, variable refresh rate, um, uh, HDMI HDMI 2.1 inputs. So it's 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 the it's the cheapest TV you're going to get with all of those features in it for the price. There's not really a, another TV out there yet that's in that price range. Now, there's going to be more coming, of course. So as we go into the later part of this year, 2.1 will become the norm. So it, more and more the, TVs are going to be built. Is it the 2.1, the thing that does the uh, 120 hertz? Yes. Mm-hmm. And there it is. Or HDMI 4K at 120 hertz. Oh. ERC. Is that only one HDMI, uh, only these two ports or only one port? Two, two, uh, two, two. Yeah, it's just the two. Okay. And what the fuck you still have on an AV in? (laughs) You never know, man. You You never never know. know Use for I currently I still sitting on a LG, um, sixty hertz, sixty five inches, HDR TV. It's LED, it's not QLED, but I know that um, QLED makes a huge difference, but I'm very happy with my monitor right now that I'm staring at it. That is a copy, straight copy from Link's monitor. It is a 60, <laughs> it's a 60 hertz monitor, but I feel like it's going to do the job for a while because it is 60 hertz in a 4K as well. It is a... Uh, 4k and not uh, 1440p yeah i mean that's the one thing you got to know with with tvs it's like you gotta you you gotta figure out what you want to sacrifice do you want the great incredible you know screen quality or do you want the higher refresh rate because unfortunately you'd have to pay an arm and a leg for both of them 
And that's the shitty part. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead and say what you gotta say, Chase. <laughs> no, I just forgot because I was talking about this TV. So it's also got Dolby Vision and ALM. So it's got what's the ALM? It literally has all of the features that are going to be like the standard for future proofing going forward. Again, at five hundred dollars for the forty-nine inch TV, which is the one I got. I mean, you can't. You're not going to find a TV that cheap with all those features. It's just not going to happen. Shout out to Donnie and uh, Dev from PSVG for pointing me towards the TV. What's, the ones that said what's ALM cheese? Um, it's the low latency mode. So it oh. just helps with basically, again, it kind of all the things work together to give you the best responsiveness and best uh, quality. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I've noticed like when I played on the old TV that I have, I have an old LG 60 hertz TV compared to this. It's, it's like it, playing. It's, uh, it's, it, it really is. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. Playing like, gears, right. It's literally night and day. <laughs> play Gears of War, right? Gears of War and 120. You. you saw my face yes. when I was playing. I was like, what is this? Like, what yeah. is going on? <laughs> Chase was back in the dinosaur age and then he got <laughs> technology. He was like, bruh, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's the. Just Chase, like, yes, Chase. It's the refresh rate. It's the refresh yeah. rate. When people, people don't understand how much refresh rate just blows you away. It's oh the refresh rate. The so, it's so that. accurate in seeing it. It, it feels like I'm looking out the fucking window. Yeah, right. it's crazy. It's it, it's, and I think the crazy part, Link, is is that what I was gonna say is it's hard. Like, if I was just to play a game just to just to play and just have fun, I would enjoy playing 60 frames. But if I'm gonna be competitive, like if it's a night where it's like, look, we're gonna be competitive, we're gonna play ranked. I'm not playing it anywhere else, but where that 120 frames is at. Bro, like, I just, point, it's just. I don't at know. At this point, you can't say that because you didn't experience, you didn't experience it the, the 120 hertz. So now you go back, you're gonna be like, nah, man, yeah. I don't feel the same. I don't <laughs> feel the same. And cheese. Uh, to your point, uh, I was looking at. I think it was during Super Bowl. There were a few shots. They are right before Super Bowl that were shot in 8K. It was an ad or, 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 or like a quick snippet of 8K footage. And people was like, damn, this new Madden looking cool. <laughs> but it was like the real footage because uh, 8K as well. When you look at the footage that they are going to produce, uh, it looks very, very, I don't, as you guys said, I don't know, looking out of the window. And, but trying to answer the question that Link asked about uh, the Wi-Fi, Xbox Wi-Fi controller, I don't think it's going to happen because if we look at Stadia, Stadia had the Chromecast Ultra. If we look at Amazon, Amazon had the Fire Stick. If Xbox is supposed to do a Wi-Fi controller, it needs to connect directly to the network but show on something and currently xbox doesn't have that on something to, to show well yet currently yeah as i said but i don't feel like they're gonna develop a a, a dongle just to put it on tv and connect it to wi-fi directly probably because the latency it is perceptible if you are a hardcore gamer I would say in very very hardcore because like playing on bluetooth that i'm currently doing using the xbox controller and on cloud gaming 
I don't see I don't feel any latency at all. <laughs> you haven't played XCloud. I was gonna say because you should have seen the night me and Kai tried to play Siege on XCloud. Man, I've never heard Kai cuss so much in my life. Hey, dude, stop lying. <laughs> hey, uh, I, I mean, I I, I heard, agree with you. There, there I, is that issue. I heard that XCloud is getting way, way better. But go, Link. Yeah, no, I mean, when I first tried it out as well, like I, I did the same thing, and I'm like. That was at the beginning stages of it, of course. Now I haven't really tested it, but yes, in the beginning stages with this whole uh, connecting via Bluetooth in your phone, I tried it and I'm just like, dude, this is nothing compared to Stadia. This is nothing out of the water. Like, this shit's so far back in, in fucking 1900s. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, Link, Link, when it was switching between screens, and I think this happened to Kai too. It looked like you know, like when you're at like a like a theater and it's a play and they drop the curtain. That's what <laughs> it looked like when, it's when the screens were like moving between. I was like, "What oh, is God. going on right now? Like, what is this?" No, I yeah. I, I tried to play uh, Mortal Kombat X, and then I tried to play Batman, and I said, "Nope, it's unplayable." But I know people <laughs> who played recently, and it's way better. Mm. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. The technology is definitely getting better on both ends. So I, I I see xCloud eventually getting to the point where it's pretty much neck and neck. Yeah. They are still investing the money and I feel like it's going to happen. But uh, to that Wi-Fi controller, I think uh, it will be a long shot until we hear something from them. In the meantime, regarding Wi-Fi controller, we got to help Chase with his Luna controller <laughs> that he has some issues that what'd you do to it? Something's wrong Broke with it. Chase because <laughs> Amanda found out she no. chucked it at the Damn, wall. Chase always Stop. breaking shit. So, no, 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 no. I have it. so what Eddie's talking about is I've been I actually played again yesterday for a little bit. Um I tried out Siege again. And um it's just something to do with wherever they're connecting me. It's something to do with just like the connection to the data center. I don't know if it's just super far away. Um, and I went online again to go kind of look and see if other people were having the same problems. And it seems like they are. So it really just depends on how close you are to their whatever AWS location that they've got the containers at. And if it's not close, then you're going to get you're going to get kind of not optimal experience. So we'll see. I, I'm I'm trying to be patient with them because I know that they're still building out. And maybe things will change in a couple of months and, you know, I'll try it again. And it's like, oh, yeah. it's a completely different experience. It's still called it RDXs, but no. Yeah. I mean, to be to be fair, look at when, when Stadia had theirs. The, every, I think a lot of people had the faulty trigger for the longest time. Are they, I mean, is this, this is obviously expected. There's going to be at least one to two things wrong with your controller being brand new. A platform that's finally releasing its controllers and stuff. I guess my only question would be: Are they willing to replace it? Is that something well, that no, they're no, going no, to no, do? Oh, it's fine. What he's saying is, is that even when I connect directly to the data center with this, I'm still getting lag and latency. Hmm. What about like if it's straight connected to? Same. I did both. I did the Wi-Fi Direct Connect, and I also did uh, um, USB hardware, cable, and I also did uh, Bluetooth. All three, not good. 
out of everything I've played so far, this is closer to, and I'm not trying to knock it. I'm just, I'm just being authentic. It's and, yeah. and results may vary, like you said, Link. So that somebody else could have a completely different experience, but this is closer to X Cloud than it is to Stadia for me today. Yeah, that's the so, the downside a little bit of the cloud gaming because um, there are a lot of factors that may imply if uh, the it's working for you or not. Like it could be either the amount of servers that a company had made it available. It could be the, your distance to the servers and also could be uh, your Wi-Fi at your own home. We know that you don't have a Wi-Fi problem because you run Stadia pretty good. And, and GFN. And GFN. I mean, GFN runs really well on my Pixelbook, so I know it's not that. Yeah, but um, that's uh, the bad side of the cloud gaming, which has a lot of... Uh, variables that we need to Connection. go from connectivity issues hell today yeah well links thanks very much my friend for filling out for our friend ashes to ashes and oh, uh, wait, hold on hold on <laughs> 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 gotta get one more in and uh thanks for for being here for us Get that out of my face. <laughs> what's, the, uh, what's the Nacho Libre? Get that going out of my face. Jeez. Uh, Please. Say bye to our podcast listeners. Uh, Morphing time. Right. <laughs> I don't want to get the box out right now. <laughs> bye, everybody. Guy, okay, please say bye to our podcast listeners. Deuces. Bye everybody. Bye chat. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks everybody for the super chats. And we see you next Tuesday with another drama show. Let's see what Wisdom is gonna provide us. <laughs> Stop it. Bye guys, we're out of here. <laughs> <laughs>